0: Welcome, everybody. You are now in tune to the sounds of Cassius J and my mans, your mans. Joe mans. <laughs> and you're now in tuned into Studio Talk, all right? Usually I say your neighborhood superhero, but right now I think the superhero is my man, Isaiah Kidd, man, for wanting to donate to uh, suicide awareness and prevention. So I saved that bit for my guy right now. So introducing, with no further ado, my guy, Isaiah kid that's with two D's and my mm-hmm. man got music and it's flowing everywhere on all DSPs. <laughs> Let's get it. And I love uh first I want to get off uh into the song that you have out right now, man. First off, thank you for joining us. Um and and we're glad to have you. But you got a song that's right uh, that's 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 killing them out here, man. Um it. You you got a song that's out here killing them. I love the vibes of it. Um We got you going. Uh, I believe the name is called Running. Am I right? Running? I I don't have my notes in front of me, but I believe it was called Running was the first song that was introduced to me Mm -hmm. and my dude. Um, I have a question for you. Go ahead. (laughs) Got is this part of for- Lucky 7 questions? No, it's not <laughs> part of Lucky 7, but think about this, right? I got a question, for no, I'm just saying, I have a question for you about that song, Running yep. Dude, and I really want to get into that with you uh, on that song, Running, and what your, and what your uh, project is going to consist of. But right now, we're about to get into a game called Lucky 7, a game of facts mm-hmm. and questions that get tougher as it progresses. So <laughs> if you're ready, you are going to be going against my man, your man, no Joe other man. Manz. <laughs> yeah. And you're tuned in with my man, Isaiah Kidd. That's with two D's. Let's get it in. Y'all ready? Yep. Born ready. Let's make this thing happen. Ja. Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> 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 oh
0: man. All right. Pick this out. Hey, look. Hey, 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 Ja, Pete this out. He said, I'm the, lucky, I'm the lucky 7 10. You ain't even <laughs> played yet, Ja. You got to get over here. All right, here we go. Hey, big game. Pete game. And those of y'all that are in the comments, if you know the answer, do not type it in the answer book, because do not give them the answer. Here we go. <laughs> On the first Fast and Furious, this rap icon went by the name of Edwin, and he said, it's not how you stand by your car, it's how you race your car. You better mm. learn that. Who is?
1: Who's the question for? Yeah. Who's that question
0: for? Oh, the first, it goes to the guest, of course. I'm sorry. The first question goes to the guest, Isaiah. Oh, oh, he was like, no.
1: Alright. man. I feel like I remember this. Which which Fast and Furious was it?
0: You ready? first. It's the first one. It said on the first Fast and Furious, this rap icon went by the name of Edwin, and Edwin said, "It's not how you stand by your car. It's how you race your car. You better learn that."
1: Who is it, man?
0: Oh.
1: I like- <laughs> After how long I got the answer?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. When I sent that dedication, you know who that was to. What's popping?
1: Hmm. Mm. I cannot remember. I don't know. All right,
0: it's a pass.
2: Joe, would you happen to know? See, see here's this is a trick question in my book. Ooh, let's go. You read? You might <laughs> because be re- I got two. I got two names in my mind. I can't remember. I. If Ja was in the first Fast and Furious or not, but but I know Luda was. Mm, come and on. So I'm going to go with Ja since you did the dedication.
0: Ah, you caught that. It was Ja Rule first point yeah. goes to Joe <laughs> Middleton. Let's go. <laughs> it goes to Joe. Hey, I knew. Hey, look! look nine, I had nine. to send the shot your way, man. You, you, you caught me up on the last one and correct me. I ain't
1: appreciate that, that. It's my fault, man.
0: <laughs> nah, hey, look—you good? Ain't no fault here, man. It's <laughs> all games. All right, Joe, you got one point. It's one O Joe's way. But Joe, this is your question. All right, the artist, uh, This artist became three times the artist he would have been after his tragic passing in 2018. They gave the people bad vibes forever. Mm, no he?
1: no it. <laughs> no, yeah.
0: Let's got go. Uh is
2: it
1: X? Yep.
0: Dang, yeah. Oh, he came off. It's 2-0. look, I I, I just want to say, my guy, it's not often Joe is leading.
1: Right mm-hmm.
2: now, he, I told you,
1: man.
0: He I came in even here even ready to you know <laughs>
2: hey,
1: Just to let you know, I got a I got a. my friend is actually X's baby mom. What? So Yep, yeah, Genesis. We were best friends of middle school, good friends of high school. I got a tattoo for X on my thigh. I know that's Yeah. That was, see, that would
0: have been a good that, one to give Isaiah uh, from Nah, Trump. nah, it would have been Isaiah's had Isaiah you to know, be on your game right now. It goes, to the, it goes to the next that's guy. A, you guys right. can't dig all right, here we go. Isaiah, this one's for you. The score mm-hmm. is uh 0 Joe Man's way. Mm-hmm. This rock man shares a name with the popular magazine and both their names from a famous song by legendary artist Muddy Waters. Rolling Stone. Let's go. See? Hey, look, we got some pop culture. <laughs> we got some pop culture in here. Let's go. Yes, Scores now 2-1. Isaiah looked like he want to make a comeback, but this one's going to be an easy one, hopefully, for Joe. It's going to be... I was hoping that... I, I won't tell you what I was hoping, but here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Will. I am is a part... Of what eighty million records sold, famous group with the hit song "Where Is the Love," Joe? Um, don't look over there. You got somebody in the building. There ain't
2: nobody <laughs> in the building,
0: man. You
2: know better than that.
0: Joe got the automatic. <laughs> you know the answer. Is
2: this um, Black Eyed
0: Peas? Yeah, it is the Black Eyed Peas. Ding ding. 3 mm-hmm. 1. It looks like Joe might be taking home a win today. Mm-hmm. All right, hey, look. Pop culture, here we go. Y'all ready? And I, said, da- I
2: said, Hey, hold on. Wait. Time out. Dalen is in the house. Dalen Shepherd's in the house. What
0: Dalen Shepard? Hey, come on with it, man. Good to see What's you. What's good? Shout All out right. to Dalen Shepard. What's popping? Shout out to Blue Lady 002. I see you. Oh, yeah. Let's go. All right, y'all. Here we go. Number five, question five. The uh the score is three one Joe's way. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Name all the members, Isaiah, of The Simpsons.
1: Oh, in the house.
0: In the house.
1: Bart, Maggie, Homer, and Lisa. Oh, the baby. Hold up. Bart, Maggie, Homer, <laughs> Lisa. Uh,
0: see, everybody know it. They don't. Here we go.
1: I cannot remember the last one.
0: Here we go, Joe. You might get a still you, you landslide this one, Joe. And then- right, where are we at? All
2: right, so we've got Homer and Maggie. I mean, I'm sorry, Homer and Marge. And then we got uh, Bart, Lisa, Maggie, and, for extra credit, Santa's little helper. Let's go. Let's
0: go. Your dog, and your dog gave him that one. Your dog gave him that one, yo. Who's
2: he? Welcome to
0: the show, Grace. Welcome to the show. <laughs> The score is now 4-1. Joe's way. Joe's way. And the next question comes to you, Joe, because it was a steal. What is going on? Joe, you landsliding right now. Pete this out. This artist is in West Philadelphia. Born and raised. Oh. And on the playground is where he spent most of, most his, of his, his days. days.
2: Teeling out, maxing, relaxing in, cooling in. Some people outside, outside of the school.
0: school, if you get this wrong. <laughs> oh,
2: is this for me? This for you. Are we you talking about steal. the Fresh Prince? The Fresh Prince? Uh
1: Ooh.
2: want me to say it?
0: Wait, what
1: was the question? Did uh, I get it wrong? Uh, 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 <laughs>
0: you finish it. Finish. It's the Fresh Prince. I got to give it. It's the Fresh I didn't Prince, hear Maybe the I misheard the question. Man. What was the it's, question exactly? I'll get that it was the question. question. <laughs> the artist was in West Philadelphia. Born and oh, raised yeah, that was, on the plate. Well, and then you finished it. It's the Fresh Prince. You got yeah. it. All right, look. Yeah. A little safe face time here. Obviously. Because I'm the kidding. artist was not the Fresh Prince of
2: Bel-Air. I mean, it Will Smith, a, the Fresh Prince. It he was, was on the album, Prince, though.
0: though. Yeah. As an artist, he was Fresh Prince.
2: But yeah. not of Bel-Air.
0: No, no, no. It, I'm it, saying, I didn't know if you were right, right, to catch right me right, up right, in some shit, a, Jake. Because I was dominating the lucky seven tonight. I didn't know I'm agreeing with you Hey look Blue Lady said you got the dog too My (laughs) G Hey
1: Hey, look
0: The score right now is officially 5-1 here's the Uh, last question To you Isaiah I pose this to you Hopefully you know this if you don't Maybe it's informative right Mm -hmm. But here it goes this rap legend Is a businessman and also Refers to himself as a Business man Jay Z Oh! A billionaire rapper, entrepreneur, a co-owner yep. of Duce cognac, yes sir indeed, is yep. the one and only Jay-Z and the score tonight and the game goes to Joe mans. Mm-hmm. Uh 5 2 and uh what is your record now Joe?
2: It is <laughs> it's uh 0 and 1.
0: Oh, right.
1: <laughs> 0 and 1. I'll take the dub.
0: Uh, he said, "I will take the dub." No, it's not zero one, man.
1: It's, it's like, I think what, I
0: don't even know my record. Yo, I'm telling you guys, my he's one and two, y'all. Been here
2: for like two weeks straight.
0: He's one, he's one. He's one. He's one and two, y'all. He's one and two. So look, hey, look, the game goes to Joe tonight, man. Let's give a round of applause to Joe, All man, right. and Isaiah much. Thank you. kid. That's what two needs for being a good <laughs> sports, man. And that is your lucky seven. Thank y'all for playing, man. Join us next week for another episode. A studio talk. All we're missing right it, now is the we're Ja
2: Rule seal of approval that those questions were worthy. Oh, uh, man, nah, talk man. we and the Icon app. That's no, all we need.
0: No, we do not need that stamp of approval because <laughs> he's going he gonna to tell me that it ain't hard enough. Ja, when hey, we you up here,
2: we oh, got three trust. rocket ships.
0: Hey, we got three rocket ships. <laughs> I feel like that's, he a got that's of good. approval. <laughs> <laughs> let's go, Ja. All right, y'all. <laughs> Here we go. We're going to get into some real questions, man. We're going to talk to Isaiah Kidd about what he has going on um, uh, in, in the music industry, what kind of music he does, who he idolizes and all the good things that he loves about what he does, man. First and foremost, Isaiah, uh, why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself, man? So
1: um, I'm from Tampa, Florida. Uh, I grew up playing sports and loving music. It's kind of funny because uh, as I was invited to come on the show today, I started thinking back of how I started to love music. And I think it was, um, it started probably in like third or fourth grade and I got a place PlayStation portable, a PSP and I would go on a LimeWire, and I would would have to delete games to save music on my PSP. So I could listen to it after school Mm. when I was probably about 11, 12, I, uh, I was finally allowed to be on the computer whenever I wanted. Started getting on trouble because I would stay up all night listening to music. And uh, you could probably ask Joe because <laughs> that my mom was not playing and I would get in trouble a lot. <laughs> then I got in more trouble because I was about 13 and I decided to put out a rap song, a remix to Yonkers by Tyler Creator. And I was just, mm-hmm. but I recorded it from this big old TV, probably as big as. Like, 60-inch TV that, like, you need four or five men to carry. And uh, I would YouTube it for my PlayStation 3 and then rap over the beat from YouTube. And then uh, how I got to making music again is actually a old friend of mine from California. Um, her brother came down to visit, and he makes music and masters songs. So we, uh, we're hanging out, you know, we're drinking, you know. Telling ourselves or whatever, maybe had a little bit too much to drink, but having a good time. And uh, we start a song on his phone, and then we get back to his house, and we're at the bar, so we're just recording a song on a the phone. Then we get back, and he ends up giving me a mic, and it's not the mic I recorded with anymore, but uh, it's this mic right here. And uh, and this he got the nostalgia. He's got the artifact
2: right there. <laughs> you see that? And man, got a lot- the artifact on standby.
1: Yeah, oh, it's right. it, it's always in a drawer because I got my my new trusty, but that one I recorded my first song with, and is is no longer out anymore. But it it made me, uh, it felt like someone believed in me that I was talented to make music. So then I decided so. So that's kind of I, love, how that.
0: I it. love that, man. That's dope. That's dope. So hmm. who who do you think? Um, who right now in the rap game do you think that um, you, you kind of – do do you idolize or do you uh, look up to in the game right now? Or someone in, from the past, whoever, but who kind of gave you that inspiration to kind of like, hey, this this is what I want to do, and this is the guy that – or the woman that makes me feel this way about this music that I do?
1: So it would definitely be a couple. Um for a while, I was really, really into underground music. Just everyone that was coming up, like, during the SoundCloud era, I was probably listening to them, like, a year before, because all I cared about was listening to music. Yeah. Whether it had good lyrics, good vocals, made you feel something. So, I would say a couple. I mean, to start with, would probably be Mac Miller, because I grew up... Rest in Peace. And another one, sadly, you know, Get Out, you know, X and Lil Peep, they were huge. And then, then going back, I mean, I love, like, jazz and blues, so, like, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Sly and the Family Stone, Nirvana, okay. Grape Jam, you know, Jimi Hendrix, Todd Rundgren. so. Wow. But Kid Cudi, probably one of the biggest ones. Old school Kid Cudi, old school uh, Kanye.
0: Calls drop when, out. Hey, look, when we say, so, so when we say old school Kid Cudi, did you like his newest uh, project? Oh, I loved it. He did killed you? it. Yeah. Did you? Did you? Did yeah. you feel, did did it give you that nostalgia of what he used to do? Like, I mean, because when you do when you think back to what Kid Cudi, that sound that he made and that he literally birthed rappers from, literally that oh, melodic. Everyone today, me and anyone you could look
1: at today. If you look at delivery, cadences, you know, harmonization, anything, Kid Cudi was the first and you know, it awakes the heartbreaks. Set the whole world on fire. The man's amazing. I loved it. It it didn't even give me a nostalgia. It just felt like I was still there. To be honest with you. Oh wow.
0: Yeah. So you feel like you feel like Kid Cudi never left, huh?
1: No, no. I mean, and him publicly doing the things he does <laughs> makes great music, a great person. That's he, him, and uh, like the others I listed. But him just even if you listen to Running, like you were talking about, I don't know. Um, in the intro, there's a, a melody, and yeah. it dedicated to Kit Cudi, the mm, 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 yeah. mm, that right there so yeah. that was back for you
0: super dope man so uh when you made running bro i i i just was thinking about it right and i I'm, I'm one of those people that dissect music yeah. and i break them down for the bars that are in there um yeah. i'm one of those people that don't feel like people got to be super lyrical to be expressive right and people like, have to be this other thing you are of a newer generation of rapper that we hear um, constantly. And it seems like some people kind of remake same songs over and over again, but it sounds like you caught a stride with this song called Running when I heard it. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this guy sounds, he, he has something with him. And I could hear remnants of the Kid Cuddies. I could hear the remnants of the XX Tentacion's and things of that nature. So my question to you was, what were you trying to capture um, with that, with, with those verses in First off, let's get to the first verse, all uh-huh. right? Because it sounds like you're, you you. It sounds like you, you found something that you love, mm-hmm. but you just don't know where you want to go or where yeah. it's gonna take you. So tell me, what, what, were you, what were your thoughts when you were writing, running, and uh, or running? Are you in, in, I in running? Yeah. What were your thoughts when you first started writing that? Where, where did
1: that take you? So uh, actually, another thing is, I, I do punch-ins. I don't write anymore because I overthink things. I, I want to create a feeling. Something that feels natural. So okay. I, I haven't... The first uh, S Bat, that was my first song that came out. Uh still on streaming platforms. It still has the biggest numbers out of all my songs. But I wrote that song. And I was still trying to find out what I wanted to do because of all my influences and my love for music. But um, I think that I've openly came out about um, some problems that I deal with inside of myself and me trying to grow through those problems. Right. And, you know, I just get in a mood. So whatever type of mood I'm in, when I feel it deeply, whether it be happy, sad, angry, whatever it may be, I make sure I record. And at least sometimes I just hum melodies and then things will come back to me. But that night I probably recorded that song about 10 minutes. Um, wow. Spunctions. Yeah. Wow.
0: Well, so what was the message? <laughs> it's you were different,
1: kind of though. But it, I'm
2: sorry. Here's the thing. Hold on. Here's the thing is if you listen to Isaiah's music, and I, I got to give you props on this. And I think this is where, I think this is where good artists get great, is when they find what what they're supposed. They do what they're supposed to do, and then they go find a way that works for them. Because right. this song is different. It's different than your than other songs that you've made before, mm-hmm. and you can feel that shift. So I'm. It was interesting to hear you say, "Well, back then I was writing songs. Now I'm doing something different." Yeah. Right? So you can feel that if you go back and listen to previous music and then listen to the song, you can feel that shift. And I I just had to point that out because I think that that's an important piece in the maturity of an artist or in an artist's
1: maturity.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah, man. Uh, um, And, you know, I had to question, like, so what was your message in that song running, man? What was that message that you were trying to get across or trying to convey in that song?
1: It's it's kind of a tough one because – I mean, I'm not ashamed of it, but I've been diagnosed with uh, um, manic depression, uh, anti-anxiety disorder, and uh, sleeping disorder. So, um, I don't know if you... The second, it was more like a bridge before the last chorus for the outro. Right. Um, Whenever I was saying, I can't sleep with on on my mind and all that stuff, that was referring to my sleep um, deprivation problems. And then um, the rest was like, what um people my age go through you know anywhere from you know just a young adult that you feel like you're being pulled and pushed in so many ways and you're just trying to do the right thing you know whether it be make yourself your family happy you know bring an income in so you know i'm running got me feeling like i'm something but i'm really up to nothing so i'm just getting pulled each way Mm. yeah so what
0: so in, all right, so with running and not to you know uh, to to carry this for so long, but I thought mm-hmm. it was kind of a deep track because when I was listening to it, it definitely sounded like you had some things to say. I, I to to be honest, I don't think you were finished. To mm-hmm. be honest, it, it just sounded like you still had more to say. Just the energy that was at the um it, it, you know toward the end of the song, but like so, how do you deal with uh? And does music help you deal with those things that are personal and, and, and more close and near and dear to your heart, you know, the things that you go through? How does a song like running help you get through that?
1: Um, it lets me feel like, if I could tell you for sure, people that deal with these type of problems, um, they feel like they don't want to bother people about their problems sometimes. And uh, it gives me a way to where I, I talk to my family, I talk to my friends, of course, my girlfriend, everything like that. But sometimes you just feel like, you know, as a man, as a human being, you have to learn how to go through things yourself. So, began speaking to a therapist, you know, seeking ways, you know, started meditating, um, and then music has been the one for a while. But it, it was finding a way to make those things be expressed and then not sought on. Because if you listen to my older music, some of it is pretty, it's pretty deep. It is you know what i'm saying so yeah absolutely because i wasn't i was more of speaking of what goes on i wasn't telling you what goes on with me you know what i'm saying so speaking of the idea not speaking of my experiences basically
0: that's that's i think that's super dope and and super brave of you so what what makes you so brave to do that now since you know how where does Isaiah get the idea to, look, now from talking in general about a situation to now I'm talking to the people about who I am? Because let me just say this, um, and, and let me just say this. You know, people like Drake, um, this guy has been peeling off a piece of his heart to his fans <laughs> since day one. Everything that he make, that he makes is personal. Yeah, that's why you gravitate towards him because everything he puts out there is personal. He he even names people. He almost makes people famous yeah. by naming the women who's broke who have broken his heart and the yep. songs that he does. And some people feel like, hey, if I name somebody, I don't want to name because I don't want to make them. I don't want to make them stars off of my hard work. He yeah. he's, he's no problem with that. With you and this music, what made you decide to not speak in general anymore about these things that were uh, plaguing you, if you will? to now like speaking about who you are?
1: I think uh, being comfortable with not being perfect or always feeling perfect, you know? And uh, I I would say that's the biggest thing is comfortability and uh, looking at things in a broad spectrum. Like one person may hear a song, somehow maybe a billion people hear my song, but whenever I hear it, I want them to feel an emotion. I want mm-hmm. them to feel, it. and I, you know, in a general scheme, that's why I loved people like X, Mac Miller, Lil Peep, all Kid Cudi, because they spoke about, it. you could feel pain, or you could feel even when they made half and that's what drives, drives musicians, because you could have every single bar, you could have the greatest beats, the greatest engineer, the greatest cadence, but if someone can't relate to your music, then it doesn't matter, so right.
0: I want to be relatable by relating to myself their music, basically. Super dope, man. Super, super dope, man. Yeah, I, I love what you've been doing with it. Um, it's different. And this is what I would say to uh new age um or, or as they would say the new era of hip hop. Um and the people that actually consume it. It's like, yo, y'all are like almost like a freaking cult, bro. And it's and it's dope. <laughs> y'all, you know, because everybody's feel, everybody is in this emo feeling kind of way, kind of pouring out their souls on records and telling their stories again and so um, I I don't you know I think some people that like to probably poke holes in uh, the new age of rap probably don't give it a chance Mm -hmm. they probably aren't giving it enough of a spin or listen to actually hear what this person has to say no it doesn't it may not transcend you know Uh 80s hip hop and 90s hip hop (laughs) but it is your own almost genre of of music. So mm-hmm, let me yep. ask you this. Where where do you belong in the space of hip hop? Where would you put yourself? If you were to label it. Like if you were to give what you do a label, what would you label it? Could I give like two or three? Absolutely. This is your <laughs> this is your moment, man. Okay. <laughs> I g
1: um actually late night tape, this is a shirt from it. Um but uh I, that would be R&B because I love R&B. Like early 2000s, I had a single mom growing up. So, you know, R&B was always playing somewhere. (laughs) Then general hip hop, just hip hop as a general category, because so many things could fall under that. Absolutely. You know, like early 2000s punk music falls under that now. And I love that type of music too. So I would say general hip hop. And then um, I think it's, people start to they're starting to categorize like the ambient type of music so yeah. the ambient hip-hop i guess would be what they call it so
0: so do you think that um do you think that soundcloud rap as they call it right soundcloud rap or soundcloud rappers is a positive thing or a negative thing
1: yeah um i i think it's i think it's a positive thing and the platform in general because it gives some you know people a chance for yeah. one hey nothing but i don't think it's a bad thing i mean some of the biggest artists in the world started on soundcloud and you could post malone started on soundcloud one of the biggest artists in the entire world like if you go on spotify he's probably top 10 listen to and hasn't put out an album in two years you know what i'm saying so yeah I, positive thing um now if you're being gimmicky just get plays and stuff like that that's that's just what it's gonna be because the era we live in. But generally, it's not like that.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. Generally, you know, people like to generalize SoundCloud rappers as mm-hmm. though they are some type of failures, right? Because yeah. their music is on SoundCloud and they're pushing it. But the truth is, is that people are putting things nowadays in how music is done and how it's how it's delivered,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how it's uh, put out, and in the abundance that it's put out and people can keep creating and creating and they don't, nothing stops you. You could have literally a budget of nothing and drop an album and drop an album and make it SoundCloud. Hey, I think that there's just something to say about
2: the resourcefulness of, of people who are leveraging every look, if you are leveraging every single opportunity to get your voice heard hell yeah. Then the people who are hating on you or shaming you for it, then those are their, their voice will never be heard. Right. Yeah. Like here's, here's a funny story. So back when, and so everybody watching this, there's two things that you need to know. Number one, tonight you can, uh, you can send a tip through the app and every tip that we get all the money that we collect through tips tonight, whether it's the $5 that we've collected so far, or if it's 5 million, it don't matter. We're going to donate that to a charity, Isaiah has picked the charity, and tonight it is for suicide awareness and prevention. So Mm -hmm. any tips that you want to send our way, we're going to send that way. Uh, The second thing is this. Isaiah is an active duty military member. So if you don't know that, now you know. And back when Jay and I were working together 20 years ago (laughs) on the local hip-hop scene, we were both on active duty in the military. and. This goes back to the resourcefulness piece, because every day on my lunch break, I would sit in my friend's minivan and I would go through her CDs. And, Jay, I don't know if you remember this or not, but I would go through the stack of CDs. She had all these R&B and hip hop and whatever CDs and all the credits in those CDs. I would write down the names of the A&Rs.
1: Oh, that's cool. And I would write down
2: the names and then I would look up. Because the internet was just now a thing. We had to wait through the change. You know, the whole daggone... AOL was terrible. AOL. And I'd get on AOL, and what I would do is I would search for and find the name of the uh, record company. I'd get a phone number, and I would call and ask for that A&R by name. So <laughs> I got out the back of the damn album cover, out of that CD cover. And I was calling 20 and 30 record labels a day, acting like I knew these guys. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, can I speak to such and such? Hey, this is Joe Mans. Yeah. I'm out here in Hawaii. I'm working with all the local artists. You gotta come check out our show. Jay just opened up for Ja Rule. Yeah. Which is a true
0: story. This is but true. This is what we would do. You true gotta story. be scrappy. You gotta re- that was our SoundCloud. Yeah. 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 And that, doing and local it, shows. It was and what was ill about it is, um what was ill about it is Joe's uh persuasiveness his aggressiveness right when he had to go through the business portion of it i wanted to learn too and i was like look i want to go to the meetings bro. i want to be did. in the building when you do these things <laughs> and so when they were happening me and joe decided like yo this is a partnership this is yep. not artist management thing this is a partnership and then from it's crazy because from the partnership we became friends and then became brothers, next thing you know it's just like, dinner at my house, dinner at your house, and, but Joe was so persistent, yep. he could i seen this on a movie, he can literally what's your man on Tommy Boy say? He could sell <laughs> a nun with white gloves a ketchup popsicle, by G like, <laughs> my man can sell fire and hell, he's that kind of guy and he's always been able to do that but it speaks to that resourcefulness, right it's never ending it just changes through mm-hmm. right. time it's never right. ending. The same thing that he did, it's supposed to be easier for you. It's mm-hmm. just, with all this technology <laughs> and being able to reach out and t- hit something with a button and now next thing you know, all your bills are paid. Not only that, but Ja ruled and sent another $5 in here the tip, yes, uh, for uh, sure. uh, th- You know, for, for your cause and people are understanding and hearing you and they can do this from a press of their button. What I yeah. don't like about where this is gone, the conversation is gone, is that people believe to some degree that it has taken, um, it has taken the work away from you, you as a younger artist. Now, I my, so my next question to follow up with that, with what Joe just said, is: Do you feel that this is the this is the way to be able to go online, post your music? Does it matter to go out here and be in front of your artists and be on the corners and you know walk up to people with your? with your music and put it directly in their hands does that <clears throat> matter anymore mhm just from your 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 stance
1: would you go and buy a vhs today
0: I, I, don't ask me that it it today good fellas
1: all right that's a different question is it paid in full? <laughs> most people wouldn't buy a vhs today to go watch it v- to go and watch it they would google how can I watch Goodfellas? You know what I'm saying? So I think the workload hasn't changed because I could tell you, you know, and you know, as a creator or anyone that creates anything, you don't even have to be a musician that you could sit there with a blank mind for a week and then you could fall asleep and wake up at 2 a.m. and have the best idea you've ever had. So as an artist, it doesn't change anything. And really, it's put more as an independent artist that's creating more opportunities for them because people know that in the past record labels haven't always been the best thing. They don't always help people out the right way, but they can. It just depends on who you're with. But now, like, of course, I don't want to always be my manager. Don't always want to be promoting me doing the one promoting my music, me going and searching for beats, me mixing and mastering my own vocals. You know what I'm saying? But I mean – how could I complain? Whenever I would have to go buy studio time. Now I bought a computer, a microphone, some, you know, a FL studio, and I'm doing my thing. So I think times are going to change, and one day this won't be the way no more. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. I I, I feel you on that, man. Um, do you feel as though, <clears throat> do you feel as though like being that you can put out so much music so fast right now? Do you believe that the you know, the rap game is kind of oversaturated. Do you think that it's even oversaturated with music at this point?
1: I don't think you can ever oversaturate music unless you're not being genuine. So you can make the worst song in the world, but if it means something to you, then I could put out... That's art. Same song, different beat, but the same idea a billion times. But if it meant something to me, I enjoyed recording it, and it got zero plays every time. It's not oversaturated. Do you... Hmm. When it comes to anything that you're creating, I don't think you can oversaturate it. Unless you're outplaying it, you know, you're doing too much. Like, yeah. you're just, anyway.
0: Yeah, and the reason why I ask that is because I notice how <clears throat> a, a lot of local artists, right, um, mm-hmm. it, when they start out, and I'm not calling, by no means am I calling you local artists, right? But if when you're mm-hmm. in your area, you're, you're doing what you can starting out in your local, yeah. right? Yeah. These, these artists, Get this idea that I'm going to put out a volume one, volume two, volume Mm. three. And they haven't figured out how to sell volume song one from volume one.
1: I don't think it's the smartest idea. I don't think it's the smartest idea. But I think as a creator, sometimes you just do what you want to do. You know, I got five songs in one night and want to put them all out. No, I didn't do that because I know that. All right. Say I got 200 people that always listen and I got another 300 That are gonna give it a shot. If I put out five songs, that means each of them are getting twenty plays. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Each of them are getting fifty with those numbers, say. Right. Whenever I put out that one song and you keep people waiting, that means that all 500 are going to that song. Whatever, a thousand, ten thousand, whatever it is. And then now they're waiting. If they didn't like it, then you know they're not gonna listen no matter what. But it's finding a way to keep them rolling in. But I don't think Especially being new, I don't think you should shove it up anyone's throat because it's not going to work. I think you should work mm-hmm. on learning how to mix and master yourself, and learn how to make beats. I'm still working on the beats, but I know how to mix and master my vocals. So yeah, I can't. Man, I'm isn't sorry. that crazy
2: how like times have changed and like just the just what Isaiah explained, which is so spot on. but it's the the business of music, right? You would never. 20 years ago, you'd never release a song unless it was connected to an album, mm-hmm. right? Because you want people to go buy the vinyl, the, what I got behind, hanging on the wall behind me, right? right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the vinyl was two seat, two discs in, yeah. one, you know, in one book, right? So you would do 20 songs or whatever the thing was. And yeah. that goes back to something, Jay, that you touched on a, a way earlier in the interview. And that was where you felt on un- running how he wasn't maybe done yet. And so this goes back to that, though. This whole model of how you kind of have to or should maybe release music goes back to that because Pink Floyd wasn't done. but Mm -hmm. So they made a double album or four discs and made The Wall because they weren't done. They had a whole story to tell that was this long. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so there were some singles, for sure, for the business side of it, the radio play yep. side of it. Yeah. But everybody bought the wall, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Everybody bought everybody the wall. bought the
2: whole thing. And they opened it up and they followed <laughs> the story, you know? And The Who with Tommy and everybody, like, that's how music yeah. used to be. But you got to play into the attention span of the mind of the audience now, right? Which yeah. is a whole different game. If mm-hmm. you want them to hear the second song, you got to do it right with the
0: first one. Yeah, that's absolutely right, man. And, it, it, you know, one thing I've learned <clears throat> is that, yes, you can put out a lot of music. You can put out a lot of music. You could, you know, and I learned that, uh, I also learned that force feeding isn't always a bad thing because mm-hmm. because uh, radio does it all day long. Yep. If you listen to it, the same top 20, 30 songs, 12 songs, 40 songs, 50 day. songs. Play and within 15-20 minutes, you're listening to the same song in in 15, 20 minutes, and not only but the hottest song played seven times in that minute. Yeah, right? yeah. So, so force yep. feeding. I don't know. I don't know if I would categorize it as force feeding, but it kind of is because it messes with your mind. And next thing you know, the song that you hate, you're singing it. Yeah, it's crazy. It happens all the time. But uh,
1: I'm uh, sorry. A funny story about that is um. I know little Uzi. You know, um, he will put out one to two songs a day whenever he was coming up in Philadelphia. And he would go down to the uh, radio hosts and try to get them to put him out. And they're like, these people are still worried about the song he played yesterday. Let's play that one. He was like, let them worry about it. I recorded this one this morning. Play that one. Mm-hmm. So it's all in mind. But if they want it, then you give it to them. If they don't, then you don't.
2: Hey, you can I do a, a shameless... Uh... And don't hate me for sharing this, Jay, but you know what we used to do? We used to go buy radio spots, 30-second, 60-second radio spots, and play Jay's music on the radio during those commercial spots just to get the airplay. Commercial. And guess
0: what? People showed up at the fucking shows, didn't they, Jay? Bruh, hey, look, and, and <laughs> mind y'all, we didn't pay radio to play the song. So this is not payola. We actually paid for spots spots yeah, like commercial <laughs> spots, and then he yep. would have my music playing in the commercial spots that you can't deny because it's paid for already. It's gonna, it's gonna land. Hey, and, and then what up. happened? Then what happened? Th- it was, they was showing up like Cause mother cause motherfucking hot. It got played, <laughs> but here's
2: what happened next. Next thing you know, they're like, "Hey, Jay, can you write a milk song for us? Bruh. <laughs> can
0: you come to <laughs> hey, the? Hold uh, on, first foremost, show? that milk commercial was called Lonnie Moo. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I remember that. This is, in, this is Hawaii. LonnieMoo dot I still have that rhyme to this day, and I'll never rap it again. But my <laughs> first, I honestly say that was the first time I ever went into a radio station, and somebody brought. All right. So I know a lot of people from this. A, a lot of a lot of new artists from this era probably have never been in a radio station before. They'll probably. Mm-hmm. Won't see the inside of a radio. They never think to see the inside of a radio station because they're like, unless I'm like number one, number five, top twenty, I'll never get in there. Mm-hmm. So found a way to get me in there. Next thing you know, I'm in the I'm in the radio station. <clears throat> Not only am I doing uh, commercials, but I'm doing drops for the radio station. I'm mm-hmm. doing drops for the radio station. Hey, hey, before you go, I love that. Hey, look, do it again. Do this. Do that. And I'm taking cues from the from the tower. And this guy's like, hey, before you go, do me a favor. Can you do these drops for me for this thing? I promise you not. Shows got packed. They were listening to it. Everybody on, on, on the post that we was at, they was, throwing, they, they was literally saying, hey, we heard you on the radio today. People be like, oh, we heard you. Or we saw you. Next thing you know, I have a show at the, the biggest water park theme park that they have in Hawaii. Yep. And that's the first day I signed my first autograph. <laughs> that's the first time I ever signed an official autograph. Am I lying, Joe? No, nope, y'all was there. They was packed out. Hey, look, pe- peek this out. Nobody was in the floor seats. <laughs> Nobody was in the floor seats because they were looking like, who is this guy coming up on the stage and this, that, and the third? Who's the guy the with second, the blue boots? By the second, oh, yeah, and I had on Tim's in the summertime all the time. So, <laughs> And I had every color Tim you could think of. So, <laughs> by the end of the show, though, we, there were no seats out there. It was like a couple of people scattered <laughs> around getting dried off, coming out the pool. By the time we were done, it was packed. The floor okay. seats were packed. People were gathering around. Next thing you know, by the third song, like, and these spots weren't short, short spots. We're yeah. talking like Joe telling me, Jay, you got a 10, 15, 10 or 11-minute, 15-minute spot. People record albums shorter than that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you dig <think laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? True. People
0: record EPs shorter than that. He's telling me I got to go perform for 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And I have to have all, and I got to get their attention. And next thing <laughs> you know, like this it is a collaborative. All I'm saying to you is it's a collaborative effort. And the things that we were able to accomplish that a lot of people probably would never see at yeah. some point because they don't have a team. Yeah. How important is a team? Yeah, bro. I did, <laughs> though. I had every color team you could think of, bro. And <laughs> hey, look, Joe, Joe attested this. Every hat and shoe
2: matches. In a match. The hat's in got to match the It
0: doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm still that way to this day. But look, how important is it to you to have a team? And do you have a team that, that, that will be able to help you propel and push you forward to where you can bounce these ideas off of? Do you have a team together? Um,
1: I do not have a team. I got some people um, from the city, but I'm not in Tampa anymore. So mm-hmm. uh, my guys can tell Terry. My guy Puku, he moved out to uh, Miami. He's he was on last year's two K. He was a song on there. He performed at the All Star last year. Um, got my boy Hair, but they're all in Tampa, so it's not it's not natural. You over the phone, like like this is natural because we're on Facetime doing this. Yeah, but, yeah. But with music, like I don't want to look at my phone. I want I want all the lights off. You know, I I want. I have to meet the right people because you know, but I think.
0: Yeah, you got. It sounds like you gotta be in your in your in your headspace, in your space, to make that thing happen, man. Yeah. And I, I tip my hat to you. Look, uh, just just a little piece of something, and I'm not gonna tell you it's advice. I'm just telling you it's just something that I picked up. So it's not advice. It's just something that I learned, just dealing in this industry that could be so uh, heartless and soulless. And in that world of that uh, of that heartlessness and that a uh, soullessness please find yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Because everybody thinks that the person they started out rapping like is the person they're going to end up being later on in life. We all know that does not happen. Yeah. You can tell by the way Drake started rapping in the beginning that he sounded like one thing. The next thing you know, he was trying to find his way. So we started sounding like Wayne. And then after Wayne went away, he had to find a way to carry the ship. And then the next thing you know, years later, Drake was born. He wasn't born the day that he started and he had a number one. Right, he yep. was born when he found out who he was. Take care. And he found his lane. Take take care. care. Yep. We all saw the birth of that. Yep. I would like for you to maybe birth that in yourself, man, and, and find that. And you'll know it, dude. I promise you, you'll know it because people are gonna always tell you, "Ah, oh, I don't like, um, I don't like this new you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like the old stuff." People are gonna want the old. You want the old stuff? Buy my old shit, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But who I
0: am today wasn't who I was three years ago. You can't expect that from me. But now this you, this your birth in today. This is going to be an all new you in five years, bro. I promise you that God willing that you get out here and you keep going and you keep pressing for that dream that it's going to work for you. But I promise you, at some capacity, if you love it that much, it's going to work no matter what everybody else's standard of success is. Your standards of success is going to be yours And hold on to that, bro. Because I think that you have... You're on to something. I don't want you to lose that hunger and that fire in your eyes because you don't have a team or the people right people aren't around you, right? Mm -hmm. Build your team. This is your shit, bro. This is your shit. Mm -hmm. You steer that motherfucker. You tell people when to go or, you know, in a nice way, of course, you don't have to be an asshole and a dictator, (laughs) right? Yeah. But you tell people when to go and you ask people, you know, uh, uh, use your resources, Mm-hmm. And, and I promise you, uh, we'll stay in touch, but I promise you, man, it's going to work out for you, dude. And I, pre- and I appreciate what it is that you're doing. Keep doing that thing, man, because I th- I see growth and I see where you you definitely have room to grow. The problem with that is that a lot of people don't get to see where the growth goes. You know what I'm saying? They don't, they don't see room to grow in themselves. And I see that in you, dude. I appreciate, I appreciate it. where you're coming from, man. I love it.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Yeah, absolutely. Just getting started. Just getting started. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man, don't die. Don't die. So, hey, look, peep this out. So those of y'all that are tuned in, if you're just tuning in or you just got here, you are definitely tuned in to Studio Talk with your neighborhood superhero Cassius J and my man, your man, Joe, Joe Manz, all day long. And our man's Isaiah Kidd. That's with two Ds. Go check my guy out, man. Tell people where they can find you, man.
1: Uh, You can find me. On Twitter is just Isaiah Kid. On Instagram, underscore Isaiah Kid, underscore, and then all streaming services just Isaiah Kid, just the way it's, it's always spelled. That's just my name, so I just used it. I was like, I'm gonna keep it that way. And uh, yeah, you can find me on any streaming service that you want to. So Amazon Music, Spotify,
0: Apple Music, SoundCloud, whatever you want, I'm on there. Dope. And where would you steer where would you what song would you steer them to go listen to first? If somebody was like I want to hear Isaiah Kid, what is the song you would tell them to go listen to that embodies everything that you are right now that you would tell them to go listen to that first? Uh
1: I would I would tell them uh Running, the one I just put out. Mm. I'm most confident in. Uh following that probably Sbat and then I got a I got I got something really good that's going to be coming out in about 3 weeks to a month. That I recorded before Running. But I wanted to make perfect whenever
0: I was mastering and mixing it. So Super dope, man. Yeah. i say a kid, y'all. We in the building. Joe, you got any last words for our young uh, king over here Get ready to try to do some things? Hey, this guy's got more words of wisdom from me than he cared to probably
2: ever have. <laughs> <laughs> no question. But I will say this. Right now, before we close this down, this is your last chance to donate. Uh, if, if you want to donate some money, what we're doing tonight And we'll do it from now on. Whoever our guest is, they get to pick the charity. Any tips that we receive during our live stream, we're going to give 100% of that money that we receive over to that charity tonight. Isaiah's been working for uh, suicide prevention and suicide awareness. So that's what we're doing tonight with the $10 we have and anything that you want to drop in there before we sign off. Isaiah, man, thank you so much for taking the time tonight. I know it was last minute. um, Yeah. I know this uh, as much as well as I do know you. I've learned some things tonight and I love that and I appreciate. It. Thank you for being completely transparent, sharing your soul, your music, your passion, your heart and your art with us
1: tonight, man. Of course, I appreciate you guys for having me. Thank you, man. Thank you. Y'all. And
2: everybody watching, thank you for the comments. Thank yep. you for chiming hey. in. Uh let's just Jay, who
0: won Lucky 7 tonight? I'm just Oh man. I think he goes by the name of My man's, yeah. your man's who <laughs> Joe man He got a dub tonight. What's poppin' What's poppin' Jai? You next?
2: Line
0: it up. Uh oh Uh -oh. Let's go, Jai. You gotta get on here. I like how
2: Jay just challenged me to uh, a hip hop trivia battle with Ja Rule. That's thank you. Let's go. Appreciate that man. Thank you. Hey, 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 Joe.
0: Don't even trip. I got all the read material you need, man. Don't even trip. (laughs) Hey, B-Kid, we appreciate you Blue Lady, thank you for tuning in Those of y'all that are here, Ja Rule, thank you so much for your donations Davion, thank you so much for tuning in Live underscore, dope, thank you for showing up, man Everybody, Grace, we love you uh, Dayline, uh, is it Daylon? Daylon Separate Daylon Separate, number four, the four Thank you, what up, though? We appreciate you for tuning in tonight Fresh the Death Bling, thank you for tuning in tonight We appreciate you You are all... Now, in tune to the sounds, the studio talk. Thank you. Go thank follow you. Isaiah Kid on Icon. Follow Jay
2: if you don't follow him yet. I'm sure you're already following me. So thank you, guys. We love you, you all. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Isaiah. We mm-hmm. out this bitch. Thank all you. right. Now-